Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. I tell you, I'm going to make a new podcast soon. Yep. This time for real. Okay. Was I supposed to, were you, were you waiting for me to say anything or is that? Is that yeah, I wanted you to ask what it was about. Well, what's it about, Grant? Oh, we're going to take, uh, we're going to get like three to four couples Okay. Did I tell you about this already? No. We're gonna but... sit all. We're gonna have dinner, and then as dinner's wrapping up, flip on the mics, and every couple's gonna go around and share the stupidest argument that they've had that month, <laughs> and everyone's just gonna like give input and decide who's right, and then at the end we decide which couple had the dumbest argument. But we just do it once a month. It's a once a month show. That way, it's not funny. too strained. Uh, I'll tell you this: I had an argument uh, the other night. I don't know yeah. if it's a. Uh... I don't know if it's dumb or not. I was thinking about posting a, am, I the ass, am I the asshole, you know? But I, I knew, obviously, I would be the asshole. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll tell you that right I'm now. 100% an asshole. Uh, but Missy, I asked Missy to make me a cup of coffee. And yeah. she was like, oh, the coffee dispenser is out. And I was like, well, just go to the fucking cupboard and get, like, one of the cans. And she opened it. And she's like, but it's not opened. I'm like, why am I involved in this? Like, you should be capable of handling this situation. <laughs> yeah. And she opened, she started peeling it open and sliced her hand open. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? All I had you to do was make me a cup of coffee. You're bleeding all over the kitchen now. And she's like, this thing's this is the fucking can. I was like, don't blame the can. It's definitely you. And then she yeah. tried to open it again. And she sliced her hand again in a different location. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how are you struggling against this coffee can? And she's like, this is just because you wanted coffee. I was like, obviously, I didn't think it would involve a blood sport, this request. Uh, well, I was asking myself, am I, am I the asshole for that? Yeah, you wanted coffee. Well, I guess I guess. I had to, like, go and finish my own fucking cup of coffee. It was absurd. This is, just, that, coffee is, that coffee is like the caffeinated version of a conflict diamond. <laughs> like there was so much suffering went into making it. Right? Like, can you right. really enjoy it with a, with a with a healthy conscience? Just I think like not. just like normal conflicts diamonds. Yeah, I can completely enjoy it. I just <laughs> I just mmm. I just it just tastes so good going down. Yeah, coffee's coffee, bitch. Yeah, diamonds a diamond. I eat diamonds too, just for the way they uh, the prostate they hit it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that imagine if like a doctor was like you've got some fucking stones in your kidney you gotta piss that out and i'm like here you go and it's just a fucking diamond he's like i i yeah. would imagine you would wake up strapped to his basement at that point he's oh, just like, yeah. I guess a real golden goose situation <laughs> i mean the most painful golden goose situation on the planet yeah just pissing diamond stones yeah uh, i would do it this is stupid this is always, that's always a stupid fucking... Well, I can't wait to hear your podcast. I know it won't get off the ground at all because uh, outside Thank of this one venture we're in currently, you don't have any this, driver motivation. This is all so. I'm capable of. Yeah, this is it. This is it. I'm already, t- I'm already tapped out. This is well, this is this is all I'm capable of. People are like, oh yeah, we should do a thing. I'm like, sorry, man. The the all the energy I have 
goes into the two or three hours a week I have to put towards this bullshit. Yeah. And this is draining. This yeah. and I want everyone listening to think about that. That we're putting literally everything on the line. Yeah. <laughs> it is my it is my entire beat. This podcast is a fucking succubus. Yeah, this that, is the uh, this is the intellectual equivalent of Olympics that we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. I was you, reading this fucking Bible. Yeah, and you're getting uh, dragged along for the ride. The deeper we get into it, the more I do kind of question, why are we still doing this? Like, why is this? Why? Sometimes I take a step back. I'm like, it is absurd that I'm blowing my fucking Saturday reading the Bible like well, a I fucking like, idiot. I like to use all this new knowledge to get in arguments on Reddit. So <laughs> yeah. it's not like it's without perks. I am, I am, I am winding up. I am powering up to get in arguments with your dad. Like every now and then I see him on Facebook, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Every now and then he asks, are you guys still reading the Bible? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if God only. Goddamn know it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <sighs> we should probably get into it this is a uh, welcome to the revelations podcast everybody uh, i'm cole delusky and i'm grant devoice and today is a short little recap of the book of first samuel right we've been reading it for a long fucking time i don't even know yeah. honestly how long it's been but it's been a while yeah i feel like i feel like i'm gonna do a real deep dive when we finish second samuel like that recap is gonna be the real one yeah of, Where's of this the one? whole thing of, yeah i feel like I feel like this is like if we were recapping Lord of the Rings, but we only saw the first movie, which is... Which you fucking haven't, and which I, I have need to done. remind I only, you. I only saw the first one, so if you wanted to know, like, I, I know people talk about elephants and shit, no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Well, this but is really it, this is really more like the Book of Saul, is what I would consider it, and the next one is going to be the Book of David. Right. Um, with little exception, this entire story is about Saul. I guess he's not quite in the beginning, it's just Samuel for a little bit, right? Uh because Samuel's upbringing with Elijah or Eli, I mean, Eli or whoever. So yeah, it's just to recap, this is a recap episode. This is not a normal episode. Yeah, so we we covered it. that. I, I don't know. I feel like we didn't, uh, people might be. Confused. I said it. I, I said assume our words. audience is dumb as fuck. Um, hey guys, rewind a little bit. Check them on that. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess to that point, uh, what is Samuel? Samuel is. I don't think is Samuel even the beginning of the book. I feel like it was like the book. No, it starts of, uh, with Eli his and his shitty sons. Eli, yeah, his shitty sons. But Samuel is there from the get go, where he comes in. Remember, he was like Eli, you called me. Remember that? Right, right, right. It, it seems more like a continuation of Judges, where it's like a just, just more. It's more the story of Israel and what's happening. And there's a couple of people. I don't yeah. think anyone's the main protagonist. You know, the reason you're having trouble memory, uh, remembering how long it's been is because, or or what happened is because it's been eleven episodes. Um, We've been doing insane. Samuel for eleven almost, fucking episodes. That's three months of Samuel. Jesus, yeah, this is a bad podcast. <laughs> Why are we doing this to ourselves? I don't. I don't think an actual priest would spend this much time reading Samuel. But, uh, but we are. Maybe, we do it. maybe if Samuel was one of the kids in his parish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, uh, yeah. So it did. It kicked off literally. Chapter one is titled "The Birth of Samuel." So that is where we started. But Samuel obviously dies, like, what, three-quarters of the way through? Two-thirds, maybe? Mm -hmm. And it's really more of a Saul story to me, because Saul kicks in at about, let's see here. Saul's around pretty early. Chapter 8, maybe? In a metaphorical sense, what is Samuel? He's essentially ordained by God, but... It it seems interesting that Saul Saul is ordained by God, by Samuel... Essentially, they have this uh-huh. whole looking for a king thing. 
But Samuel is not a great guy. I mean, they kind of frame Samuel as usurping the church from Eli because Eli's a fucking loser who raises loser kids. But Samuel's a fucking loser who raises loser kids. I mean, I don't know. It's just... To me, it seems like the whole reason we even have kings is because the church is ineffective, useless, and run by idiots. And Samuel is a prime example of it. Well, no, because Samuel is honorable. Foil. Um, I think Samuel is the only honorable priest. Is the problem? Uh, Eli failed to raise good sons. Um, So did Samuel. Exactly. That's true. That's true. Actually, not as bad as Eli's sons. Eli's sons were like the whoring ones. I guess. Um, Samuel's kids only embezzled. They didn't. You know. That's yeah. That's fine. I guess. Yeah. We've all embezzled from a school district every now and then. Um, (laughs) I think that. What Samuel is, is is basically there to be God on earth in a way. Like, he's above reproach. He never gets in trouble, really. He looks upon Israelites and wanting a king scornfully. He has mm-hmm. the same relationship with all these uh, humans as God does, right? He, he hates Saul. He loves and appoints David. But uh, you never get, you never feel like you really get to know the guy. Uh, he doesn't really come through like Saul or David do. I think Samuel doesn't. No, not to me. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what Samuel. At least has some human emotions. He weeps for Saul. He's Lame. I guess cares about Israel almost. You know, he, he he definitely has some moments where he's like, "Yeah, hey, you're a piece of shit." Although a lot of the protagonists of the Bible have moments of distinct anger. <laughs> That's certainly yeah. a theme. Um, I don't know. I just I don't really get his deal. I like that he comes back as a ghost and he like, oh, Saul, you're going to be king. And then he just hangs around. And he goes, does his business. It, it, it To me, Samuel is, if anything, more of a representation of God at this time, which is essentially check the fuck out. Yeah. You know, I can say that. I can see that. Um, um, I, I saw oddly Samuel uninvolved, and, but okay. also having opinions about everything, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, Samuel and God seem like that dad who just ch- uh, come in to collect their check, but they're like, my daughter better be a virgin. If I hear she's whoring around town, I'm going to kill her. And you're like, you don't, you haven't seen your daughter in years. Yeah, like, yeah. the fact that you're obsessed with her virginity and uh, her uh, reputation within the community is probably distinctly related to your uh, complete abandonment of her, you know? Yeah. Um, if you're so pissed that that Israel is stripping right now, you should have stepped up a little bit earlier in the game. Yeah, they needed a dad a while ago. Um, I don't know. It's uh, I didn't like him at any point, but like I've I keep going back to I love Saul, um, and I was just thinking about it. It's kind of funny how Saul is missing from the first quarter of the book, and mm-hmm. Samuel is missing from the last quarter. So it's mostly the two of them the whole way through. Um, with each of them dying at a, at a different point or coming into the show. Um, so it's, I think that those two are the main characters here is Samuel and Saul, God versus the people kind of right. Samuel is the, is the manifestation of God's wants. Uh, Saul is the manifestation of the people's want and how those clash. I think that's the big story is, is uh, church and state sort of butting heads. Mm. Do we want to do we want a warrior king or do we want a god who kind of just does everything and zip zop zops the bad guys from space? You know, if, if it really is a war between church and state, uh, I think we can agree state wins. State's way better. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, this this secular nation that exists is doing a much better job of running a country. I, I think Saul was an excellent king. 
I mean, yeah. And when the, he fucks up, you understand why, right? It's human things, but when God fucks up, there's no good reason. Like, why did God appoint Saul in the first place if that was a mistake? There's no, you. He doesn't have the human uh, fallibility to fall back on like Saul does. It is kind of interesting. I'm. I guess the authors of the Bible intended us to vilify Saul. Like, whoa, oh, oh yeah, they he, tried. he made that he made that sacrifice without Samuel. What a piece of shit. And oh, he went to that medium, even though, you know, he knows that those are evil. Oh, oh. When it, the Bible, uh, in my mind, goes to great lengths to kind of justify it, to be like, oh, well, why was he doing a sacrifice? Well, there was a war going on and Samuel is a fucking no show. You know? It's funny, and what that what that brings to, and I think we probably brought this up in a lot of recaps, yeah. is it's hard to imagine what, to an early reader, right, to someone maybe reading this right after it was written or within the f- next few hundred years, did it make more sense to them? Did they, would they have hated Saul as is a presumably a t- intended, you know? Right. Like, or, I, I, or were I find they Saul's, sitting there like us? You know? I find Saul's actions incredibly justifiable as yeah. God's an asshole. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I struggle to read this book and be like, yeah, God, it's uh, totally worth causing. Like, God is already a piece of shit. We've established that. If you're a listener to the podcast, I, I can't imagine anyone legitimately believing this dumb shit and trying to apologetics for it. God likes killing Jews. He likes I hope that there's some people listening. That that listen just to have their minds open that also disagree with us. I would hope so. Uh, maybe uh, disagree you're welcome. With us. If, hey, if you, I no. would rather someone disagree with us on Twitter. That's the one thing we have in common with the church. Everyone's welcome here. All right, come on in. Doors yeah, wide we're not, open. We're not going to kick anyone out. I think I we're know. more open than the church. Bring them on. <laughs> no, the church likes their sinners. They just say bad things about them. That's all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we have that in common. Yeah, uh, see, anyway, we are a uh, church. Yeah, we, we are. We definitely are, uh, legally speaking. Uh, so I was, I was just thinking to myself. Yeah, it just seems like you know, like the whole. I'm trying to. If this was like an army of cats, if there was a crazy cat lady, God's crazy cat lady, and okay. she's telling me the story, I'm like, what happened? There's one cat that was getting too uppity. I was like, what'd you do? I made them fight to the death. I'm like. I'm taking huh. your cats away. Like, I know, like I'm calling the, I'm calling the fucking police. That's a fucking absurd way to handle conflict, sir. You know, like the sure. idea that God's like, ooh, I fucked up. I made Saul king, and Sam was like, what do you want to do? Let's give him depression and like Demons. schizophrenia, yeah. and then let's arm the Philistines against him. Would that be fun? Would that be a good way to resolve this issue? Yeah, and give him a nemesis, anoint another king, and just not do anything about it. Just let it play out. <laughs> yeah, just let it play out. To it's be like, fair, I used to do that kind of shit with bugs when I was a kid. Kind of ties into the cat situation, but it's not really <laughs> godlike. Although I did kind of feel like a god when I was doing that. Another maybe, analogy. Maybe I'm hitting on something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I play with fire and guns. Um, it <laughs> just feels good. Um, I am your god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what it made me think of? Is I knew this guy who... I thought was a piece of shit the same way I think God's a piece of shit is that he had this wife and he was just actively aggressively cheating on her with like his coworkers. Okay. And like his coworkers and his wife are like fighting about it. I'm like, man, what's going on? He's like, ah, yeah, I just don't love her anymore. I was like, well, what the fuck is all this other shit you're doing then? Like, like it's like God and Saul 
He's like, you're the king. I've anointed you, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, you know what? You're not, I don't really like you as king anymore. So I'm just going to move on and start sleeping with David. And like Saul's <laughs> still stuck raising the kids and having to maintain the finances. Like Saul's stuck being king. Being a great parent. <laughs> being a great parent while God's just running around town with that whore David. Yeah. Hot little whore. Hot little whore. Yeah. I'm not going to fight yeah. him. Whores are great. I just. And I'm assuming they didn't take baths, so he still has the oil from Samuel on him, so he is all, sh- like, shiny. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> picturing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> um, tra- changing pace a little bit here. I did read some Kugel as uh, required. About time. And it's interesting that he uses this book of the Bible as a reason to talk about outside texts. Okay. So... He, it's really cool. He dives into, first off, he approaches it as, um, you know, are Christians allowed, or, you know, Jews, are they allowed to study outside texts um, with regards to the Bible? Define or an outside text. like Anything that's not the Bible. Okay. Um, or con- concordance on the Bible. Like, are they saying that, like, uh, like someone, right, and this is what God and Jesus did at one point, or are they talking, like, uh, like um, Buddhism or some shit? Like, like uh, Plato. Okay, okay. So philosophy, whatever, liberal arts. Sure, right? sure. Um, they could be used, of course, to help you understand the Bible. So the first thing he does is he points out kind of what modern scholars have decided David was. So if he exists, they see him either as a ruthless gorilla who uh, basically strong-armed his way into running an empire. Although I would be – I think you'd this be kind of David impressed. That yeah. talking about? Okay. Yeah. Or was he a small-time politician? whose few military exports or exploits were uh, kind of built up in later ages to make him sound awesome. So that's one of the two possibilities that modern scholars see. Now, those are, of course, using a lot of outside texts and understanding about politics and uh, society at the time. Uh, then he dives into this other character. Uh, there's a man by the name of Gregory the Great, right? Now, okay. Gregory uh, wrote about the Saul situation when they went to war in the first place. Do you remember how they were saying that only the Philistines had the ability to make weapons and sharpen weapons? Uh, so, yes. So what he does is he takes a look at that and is trying to explain, okay, medieval Europe, which this guy was around in like the five forties, right. Is mm-hmm. when he started doing work. Um, what, how do you explain that? Right. So to a medieval European, that doesn't make sense. Like, what do you mean? You can't sharpen swords. You just fucking, yeah, you, you know, take a rock. Grind it against you a rock. Go in your garage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what he was doing is he's explaining by looking at scholarly studies on ancient culture, we're able to understand why that would have been a problem, right? That it really was new tech in the same way that maybe a trebuchet would have been to them. And like it isn't something you just do, right? Um and so his his whole thing was like, Yeah, we need to do this. And then this other guy came along named Jerome, uh, a great biblical translator. Uh, and commentator, and uh, Says you. and so his his stance. I, I guess this guy was before Gregory. Gregory was responding to him. Jerome came along and was like, "Yeah, we need to um, we need to not read anything." So Jerome studied a lot of Latin classical uh, studies because factually, uh, most scholars writing in Latin from like the Roman Empire did a much better job of writing in Latin than Bible translations. So if you want to educate yourself, it's a better way to do it. The Bible sucks for that. Um, And he had this conflict throughout his life of whether or not it was okay with God that he would do this. And then one, one day during a 
a horrible fever, he had a dream of God beating the shit out of him. Okay. As rep as Facts. Uh, yeah, as uh, in reply to him, like reading Plato or Socrates or whatever, and uh, and he's like, "Well, I guess that settles it." <laughs> God, God's beating me uh, with a flail, and so it's funny that kind of uh, even back then there was a concern of, uh, can we use other things? Can we try and give context to society? Is dancing and, evil? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, that even that long ago, people were uh, getting these arguments and using it as an example. It, I just thought it was, I don't really have a great tie-in with Samuel other than the example of the um, Saul or Jonathan having the only weapon, right? How he right. had the only sword. Um, but that was what Kugel mostly did with First Samuel was use it as a springboard to talk about um Arguments that were happening, what, more than a thousand years ago, hmm. um, which is kind of fun to know that these some same dumb bullshit arguments that evangelicals will have with Catholics today, you know, it's always been happening. Uh, no one knows what the fuck this book is about. And that's that's awesome. But I but feel you, like you and I you, are getting to know, the heart Grant. of it. You we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting, no. We know. <laughs> I want to have a dream. I want to have a dream of uh, me and Jesus in some weird BDSM situation so I can know what to do with my life, too. <laughs> no, you don't have that dream where it's like you in Pulp Fiction, but you're the gimp? <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus is everyone else in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I thought, I don't know. I thought, I thought Samuel was an interesting tale. I think we're definitely seeing an evolution in storytelling in the Bible. Yeah. I think it's also interesting to see the evolution of God, you know, that sort of in Judges, God basically gave up on uh, Israel and pretty much mankind in general. Sure. With the ex- exception of like Samson and ah, There's Samson, there's Ruth, there's people that he like comes on. But there's also, I think it's interesting that we haven't, we, we still have instances where God like tells people like, yes, go there and do this. And yes, Samuel, spooge on that guy. But it seems interesting that we're hearing more and more about reliance on ephods and the church and kind of just sort of the bullshit that we rely on now to be yeah. like, yeah, God doesn't talk to us, but we do have these coins. Like, yeah, that's good enough. That's proof. That's all I got to know. You had me. At, you had me at coins. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. This this is all you got to got to hear from me. It is funny though that that is the last. You know, uh, I mean, God did help them win against the Raiders, right? He helped uh, David take the. Raiders from Ziklag out, presumably, over the 28-hour fight or whatever it was we talked about like last week. Um, but I think that uh, it would be funny if God still operated that way, like where if things got bad enough. Like if he just came down and he's like, look, Christianity is you know being phased out right now. Uh, my adherents are dying off. So for no apparent reason, much like with Samson, all the actors from the Marvel Universe now have their powers. Uh, good <laughs> luck. And then he just left again. <laughs> I think it'd be Bring- funny if he just like comes down and be like, what the fuck? I sent down uh, the Book of Mormon for a reason. What are you guys all still doing? <laughs> yes. I wish. It would be easy. Do some special underwear. Yeah, I mean. I would I, miss coffee. I, 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 I can't wait till we get to the Book of Mormon. Because yeah. there's so much about that religion that's confusing to me as the final edge of this trilogy. But underwear, if you ask me what Mormonism was about, I'd say underwear, um, pudding pops, and a, and a you know like a, we, a, a closet full of snacks. I don't really. We got to do. Uh, to get to the end of it. We got to do Islam 
as part of the trilogy before we get to that's Mormon. more like a fanfic side story. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Mormonism. Think all the rest is? of this bullshit is. Uh, that that that's a conversation for a later time. But one of the things I think about sometimes reading the Bible is I remember when Judaism and Mormonism and Islam were first explained to me as a young Christian boy. Yeah. Of just thinking, wow, what a bunch of fucking idiots. What do you mean the Jews don't believe in Jesus? And they're like, I don't know. They just don't believe it. They just don't get it. I'm like, fucking idiots. What, what evidence do they need? <laughs> what do they need? And then someone was like, yeah, there's this whole extra book that you guys don't believe in. You guys are fucking dumb. And then someone explained Mormonism to me. And they're like, hey, there's this whole extra book that involves <laughs> it's the, same the thing. continuing story of Christ. I'm like, nah, get that shit out of here. <laughs> Uh, we're all Jews uh, to somebody. That's what I, that's, that's what I took. <laughs> oh, man. I want a shirt that says that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting uh, continuing the story and see if we think that God was right about Saul. Like, what do you th- – what, let's just hear your What, what would that even mean Hot that take. God is right about Saul? That, that, um, that Israel gets better now that he's that dead? That David was better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is it possible I – mean, what would, what would it take for Israel to be better? I guess they would I, kill all I think the Philistines. In the, kill Philistines, yeah. But kill all the Amalekites again. Yeah. Why, <laughs> uh, I think we need more genocide. If we if you want to outdo Saul, you need to outdo Saul's genocide. Yeah. Um, if you David's wanna, already started. Yeah, David's David's up there. He's he, he, he the, he's got the right stuff when it yeah. comes to the senseless murder of women and children. He he, yes. he he's a good boy for God. That's that's a fact. Um. I don't know. I don't know what it would mean for Israel to improve under Saul. We kind of know, was Israel ever good? Like, what are we comparing it to? Like, Israel under Moses, which is essentially the first sort of like, hey, there's an Israel now. Yeah. Uh, there's more than just 70 of us. Um, yeah. uh Sucked. And they've sucked continuously this whole time. I don't really understand. Like, if someone was like, yeah, let's make Israel great again, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you, like, you want to go back to the time where God was swallowing us up and sending uh, fire snakes? Or what, what What? What timeline could it be better then? Well, just always getting better, I would say. Yeah. I mean, definitely has its ups and downs, of course. Um, but, like, they were pretty great in Egypt until they got enslaved, you know? So <laughs> yes, yeah. They, were, they weren't a nation time. then, though. They were just a family. They were a, they were a lot of them. That's though. like comparing because a million like, of them uh, left Egypt, right? Wasn't it something like two million? Something. I think it was something like yeah, like two. Million. Stupid numbers. That's a nation by any fucking. Yeah, but that's four hundred years later, and they were probably shit around that time. Whatever, you know? bro. They were cool for a minute. Bunch of slaves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just think that. Okay, never mind. Not what I think. I want to know what you think is in David's future. Let's just give it go cold. No, because I have no not fucking read, idea. I have not I know. read at all past it. Having not uh, read Second Samuel, what do you think is going to happen in the next book? I guess he's somehow going to become king of Israel. They keep mentioning that. Like that's well, that's, that's a, he already that's technically is. Uh, I guess I'm going to assume, in keeping with the theme of the Bible, that he fucking sucks and that <laughs> he's just a piece of shit. Okay. I assume. I assume because I I, I I like that we're now You're play I, all I, the hits. Huh? <laughs> I just assume and keep him with the general motif. Uh, he sucks. God sucks. The people around him sucks. And then there's gonna be a random forder that's just kind of cool for no reason. Like they're just like, yeah, man, fucking, you guys want some raisin cakes? And we're like, that guy's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what that's about. That's a- what is it with all these secular atheist guys out in the woods just doing good things to people without any expectation of reward? I wonder what that's about. Like, I wonder- <laughs> 
I uh, I mean, I know some of what is going to happen, and I know who his son is, and I know that there's going to be some Civil War type shit, but uh, I am intrigued to find out how wrong I am, you yeah. know? It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Which is happening like time and time again. Because I thought Saul sucked, and now I'm a total convert. I love him. <laughs> I'm a cuck for Saul. Yeah. Um, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I kind of wonder. I kind of wonder what it would be like to have uh, sort of an like a an atheist counterpart at the same time. Like if David just met a guy and there's just this guy like uh, making grain. He's like, what about who's your God? He's like, God, no, I'm just. I'm just here making grain day to day, not worried about it. He's like, you haven't gone to war with anybody? He's like, go to war with anybody? That's a kind of Why? like a shitty thing. Who who could possibly justify wiping out women and children? Like, I don't, I just kind of, uh, I just kind of like to live and let live. And David's like, you got to die. Like <laughs> David, David just gets a thousand yard stare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Fuck. I have, I have daily commands for murder. I don't understand. I flipped a coin. I got to go fucking wipe these people out. <laughs> Uh, I love the idea. Yeah. I wonder. I think it'd also be funny if David's just one of many tales, and this is just the one we hear about. That there's like 17 dudes in Israel just killing people based on coin tosses and being like, "This is what God commands. We gotta go wipe out the Turks." <laughs> it's um, man, it's crazy how brutal it is. It really is. And First Samuel was no was no exception. Mm-hmm. It's just been a constant road where if you're not one of the in crowd, you know, fuck you. Yeah. It kind of explains a lot of evangelical uh, politics, really. You know? Yeah, I, I know. And this, this is, is a book. This is a common thing we've talked about where when we first started this podcast, it wasn't really a response to anything, but in my mind was uh, a deep, deep, deep dislike of evangelicals in the aftermath of Trump. Like oh, the yeah, idea yeah, that yeah. anyone Oof. who's like, oh, we've got to do what Jesus wants, this four times divorced philander piece of shit. Guy who likes to fuck over little kids. This is yeah. who. This is who are. This is God. God's anointed. And I'm like, man, you guys are all of you pieces of shit. Yeah. And then as I'm reading the Bible, I'm like, I don't know. There's actually some precedents. <laughs> <laughs> this actually th- could be Trump. Could be. Yeah. I, this is. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm, not, uh, I, I, I'm. I was thinking that the people, the the evangelicals who voted for Trump were just piece of shit hypocrites who didn't follow the bible and then i realized no 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 god's the piece of shit and they're actually just on point they've got it they nailed it this is uh this is factual yeah do you know what do you know who i think god's really like right now though if we want to tie this into american politics god having anointed or having had samuel anoint both saul and david god is the new york times opinion board uh, editorial board (laughs) And those two are obviously Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should we should uh, l- 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 let's recount some uh, 2016 campaign promises. Uh, I'm going to give them to you, and you tell me what, if God's yes or no. Uh, the wall, hell yeah, hell yeah, God loves the wall. Like fuck you, yeah, like, unless it's an unless it's an enemy wall, then he's taking it down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, children in cages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes that. Uh, well, no, um, are the kids alive in the cage? Because no, if they are. <laughs> well, they definitely – the Jews definitely have taken captives. They, like, uh, uh, they mostly killed them. There was like the, – what? <laughs> Anyways, sure. I'll say maybe. <laughs> say maybe. We'll give him, we'll give him, we'll give him a uh, – you know, it's, it's like when you tell your kid to mow the lawn and he misses a bit. And you're like, all right, well, you're in the right direction. But yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. rather you finish the job. Next time I mow you. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, that's yeah. good. <laughs> I think we got, we got That's it. plenty. I think people get the gist of First Samuel now. Right. So um, um, let, let, let's finish up our recap on Samuel. Uh, let's talk about the ending. Um, okay. David Saul's is dead. still in the land of the Philistines. The Philistines have just won a major war against Israel and are taking over their cities. Saul is dead and yeah. uh, chaos reigns. Hell yeah. It's kind of a to me. It's kind of like when um, Bane took took over Gotham and like locked Batman or Bruce Wayne in that fucking prison, and he's yeah. just like, "Oh yeah, so I'm going to blow up this fucking nuke." And you're like, "Oh, how's it gonna get? How's it gonna work around?" Like, I, I feel like there's all these balls in the air. This cliffhanger uh, for Samuel. It is a cliffhanger, and that's probably why they made it two books with one name. You know, because it, it would have been real fucked up to just in the book and call the next one David. Cause you'd be like, ah, <laughs> but knowing that the part two is coming. Oh you know? yeah. That, that soothes my heart. This is yeah, <laughs> be like, what happened a thousand terrible. years ago? I'm worried. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we all died, son. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But anything could happen. Anything, anything could happen. happen. And we all will right. dig into that next week. When we come back with the first episode in second Samuel, who's pumped. I'm not. Um, I'm not pumped. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll no, be pumped enough for both of us. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, if you don't already follow us on Twitter at Revelations, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.